It's not a bird, it's not a plane, it's superhero slate. It's a modern podcast where we talk about everything that's great. Like movies, TV, superheroes, it's superhero slate. Oh yeah. Hello everyone and welcome to Superhero Slate, the show where we run down the latest superhero entertainment news. We love TV movies and superheroes, so let's talk it all out. My name is My Power Just Went Off, Chris Dillard. <laughs> My name is uh, Mike Royer, who had to wait for Chris's internet to reconnect so we could uh, try this again. Round boy, two. boy, are we having a, an issue with that today. This week, mm-hmm. uh, we're also reviewing Thor's latest movie, Thor 4. Mm, love, it. love and Thunder. <laughs> the Namor family gets concept art question mark uh, uh, again kind of another leak there's another like, leak there's another leak today it's like this it's like the same link but it's like a higher resolution it seems yeah. like. oh no, there's another one there's another one you've not seen before oh great um 80s movies get new video games for some reason okay and more and more i'm happy to be back last week was off the podcast because the wife and i were on vacation in Ireland. It was nice, cool, cloudy, very, uh, very light rain, uh, just only on one day. And it was just, it was nice. There was no overheating, light jacket weather. It was amazing. And then uh, now I've come back and I'm melting again in my quote unquote uh, podcast studio. But it was wonderful. If we have any listeners from Ireland or the UK, I love your cheese and onion flavored chips. Uh, yes. I am shocked. These are not all over the country of the United States. I understand the sour cream and onion or the sour cream and cheddar chip is very popular over here. The cheese and onion chip tastes exactly like a Funyun. If you like Funyuns over here, these chips, I would say they're even better. Even better than that gimmicky, like Lay's Funyun flavor they made like a couple years ago. But yeah, Mm -hmm. UK, Ireland, I love your cheese and onion chips. I will be on the hunt for them because I'm sure they exist somewhere out here in the States in some sort of like, uh, you know. Like uh, an international grocery market? Exotic, yes, yeah, shop like that. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, I, I forgot to tell you, Chris, earlier when we were chatting about this, but I got to drive on the opposite side of the road, wow. on the opposite side of the car. What a wild adventure that was. Uh, that is that is nuts getting used to. But you do get used to it pretty quickly, yeah. right? And I would say this is a compliment to humanity, something that I don't get to do very often these days, that it seems like we kind of all agreed on very similar sets of rules for driving a motor vehicle. Yeah, it might be on different sides of the road, if you will, but all of the rules seem to be about the same. Like, isn't it wild that I can go to a different country where they put me on the different side of the car and a different side of the road, and they're just like, yeah, your driver's license will work, even though you don't know anything about this country yeah. at all. So, um, so props to humanity for at least figuring out a little bit of a universal constant in between yeah. cultures. I'm sure it varies a lot more, especially since Ireland is more of a Western country, and I am also from a Western country. But mm. that was a that was a fun that was a fun life experiment there. The the unintended adventures of traveling, right? You always think it's going to be at the locales, like the weather, the destinations, like right? it's just the the quality of life changes of how people just go about their day. So uh, Ireland, you're beautiful. I'm sure we'll be back again some day i hope we have listeners out there we yeah. i would love to uh have a guinness with you sometime yeah if, if you're not tired of it already because you know. oh, man drink so much guinness yeah. it's delicious but i'm just i i'm just not a, a heavy it's just not it's not in my dna to drink mm. as much as i guess maybe uh tvs and movies might think you should be out there partying oh. but uh I guess I'm just getting older and lamer. <laughs> oh yes, aren't we all? Aren't we all? Um, on that, uh, just in regards to you traveling, I do want to give a thanks to Jason Ambrositis who stepped in last week to fill your spot. Uh, he was came over here. We recorded in the same room, even uh, unheard of. And uh, he is going to Chicago Comic and Entertainment Expo, known as C2E2, with me um, this August is first time. So if anyone's going to be there, please let us know. Um, you'll get to see me. You get to see. Jason, you're going to see Superfan Jim. You're going to see friend of the show Brian. Hopefully, friend of the show Quentin can make it down there. I know he's close uh, by. Yeah, so. you guys are all vibing on that area, aren't you? Boy, do we have a whole posse going to this convention uh, this <laughs> this time. So, uh, again, thank you, Jason. I appreciate it. I know you're listening this morning, uh, Monday morning uh, for it. So, uh, yes. Uh, moving on, um, Mike has not got to watch a lot of shows because he has been out of town. So, there will not mm-hmm. be any post. Um, 
wrap up of, of Miss Marvel. We're going to talk about that next week when the whole show is wrapped up. So just you know, preparing everyone for that. Um, he's also not got to see the boys finale was dropped on Friday. So um, yes. I, I had to make choices. I haven't even been back for 24 hours yet. So we made the choice to do Thor Love and Thunder, which yep. is well, if, if you're subscribed to the podcast, of course, you'll see that in your feed right now. So take that as your uh, parting Ireland gift. I'm sorry mm-hmm. I didn't get you a postcard, didn't bring you back any potatoes, even though I don't think customs would let me bring back potatoes. I gave you a podcast review. Mm-hmm. Yes, he did. He did. He came back. So we, we we're not going to talk the boys finale. However, it is you know it is out there. Um, do watch it. Uh, season three, um, I believe it's eight episodes. So you can catch it on Amazon Prime. Um, I do know really that I, our friend of the show Brian, he's just now catching season one and season two, and he's asking me things about. It, and I'm like, I, Brian, I think that was three years ago when I watched season one because uh, <laughs> I was at Comic Con 2019 when they had the big you know Amazon. Um, Set, uh, set up there for the boys and I'm like I can't remember I just know this season so um, yeah we decided to talk to you about that with you about that next week uh, this week um, last week actually on Thursday there was a Marvel Cinematic Universe trivia night on the night of Thor's release and I said boy that is stupid as hell uh, so I didn't get to go do that and beat everybody um, at it. However, m- there's a regular Marvel trivia night this coming Tuesday at my local World of Beer so um Speaking of Guinness, they have a drink there called That Man is Playing Galaga, which is a, a reference to the Avengers movie, and it's a Guinness with a drop of uh, raspberry flavoring in it. So uh, I'm excited to uh, go there. I've got a group of people. Jason's uh, coming with us, um, a co-worker from work, and her husband, and some other people. Very excited to go flex our muscles on, on these uh, these plebeians on Marvel Trivia Night, Mike, <laughs> see what we can do there. Um, but but I guess the thing is that if, if anyone, um, if you're into Trivia Nights or anything like that, do do a look to see if they're doing any Marvel ones in your area. I would never have thought they were doing this uh, kind of stuff, so that's really fun to, to know they are. Uh, for fans of Spectacular, Spider-Man is now streaming on Netflix. Um, I know that's a fan-favorite show, um, and I believe that's a um, might be a Sony deal, uh, and that's why that's um, now showing up there on Netflix. So uh, fans of that, both seasons are streaming. You can check oh, that out. Great. Uh, for those who were not in the know, God of War Ragnarok, the sequel to the fantastic PlayStation 4 game God of War, is dropping this November. Uh, so if you have a PlayStation 4 or PlayStation 5, you can catch out <laughs> the continued adventures of um, uh, Kratos uh, in uh, the God of in his or in I guess in the world of uh, Norse mythology. Uh, you know, Thor, Odin, and all that fun stuff. Similarly, tied into Thor. Mark. I saw a mod of that game on uh, Twitter the other day where they replaced all the character models with 3D character models of Simpsons characters. Oh, gosh. And I'm only familiar with the like the opening of that game, right, where you're like in the woods with your son and then some dude shows up and then you fight the dude. I don't know anything else beyond that. But, you know... Uh, um, Kratos is Homer. His son is obviously Bart, and then the antagonist is like Flanders. Oh gosh! And it's the it, so it's like it's just swapping the character models, but it's not as janky as you would think of just like oh one to one swap out the characters. So it's just they're like shaded as well. So it's just like it's like an emotionless uh, faces fighting each other. It's hilarious. I don't know how to link to oh. it or find it, but I'm sure it's oh. out there in the world. Yeah. Well, I, for for those uh, who have not got to play, I would recommend playing God of War. Then Mike, mm-hmm. I, I I wasn't sure if you played it or, or if you got very far. It's a fantastic single-player, uh, story-driven game with lots of unlockables along the way. I- I've never played, personally, the previous God of War games, uh, so I just jumped into that one, and it was a great experience. I was glad I had a PlayStation 4 at the time to play it, so uh, would highly recommend it. I'm very, very excited for this to um, continue in the Ragnarok. Apparently, this next one is like the end of it. They're only doing uh, not, not trios, but like just two games, like a duology mm-hmm. kind of thing, which is... I find that pretty feasible. That's a that's a pretty good that's a pretty good run for games. So um, that's my rundown for this week, very quick, because um, you know we we've we've already done one review episode. So Mike, what all you got for us? You had a lot of airtime lately. Uh, and exactly, literally in the air. Had a chance to watch a few things. Uh, I'll go in the backwards order here that I have listed in their show notes, which uh, might not mean anything to anybody listening right now. But just before we left town, a new show dropped on Hulu from FX called The Bear, which all episodes dropped at the same time. I believe it's eight episodes, if I remember correctly. And it's just this great 
little show about a uh, kind of the world's best chef in a way kind of kind of has a, a bit of a meltdown and leaves uh, working at the best restaurant in the world in New York City and kind of uh, starts working at his brother's just a Chicago style beef sandwich shop he kind of brings it back from uh, uh, obscurity if you will and it's just it's just a great little show it's uh, all episodes are streaming on Hulu it's one of those kind of like Hulu FX deals where um, there it's just like a premium streaming series there's like no commercial breaks or anything like that but yeah just go watch the bear there is a an entire almost an entire episode of a, a oneer in episode seven where they don't cut for 17 minutes and you wow. almost don't even realize it because it's such an intense episode where they're just all kind of like battling these uh, this rush of orders in the kitchen and you don't realize it until the credits start to roll that like that was a oneer the camera never cut and there's none of those moments where like the camera like wipes in front of a wall or something and they hide a cut they it was a it was a hundred percent done like that it was it was amazing that you know the choreograph all of that movement for a 17 minute shot that i'm sure took them more than once to do so if you want to just see some impressive filmmaking uh stick around till episode seven of that and you'll get that but overall great series uh i don't really remember many of the the notable actors in it i just liked the show so i just wanted to recommend it the bear on hulu from fx go check it out and then next up we catapult myself you know, what thirty thousand feet into the sky mm-hmm. on the back of an infotainment system of the chair in front of me and i finally got around to watching ghostbusters afterlife uh which was an interesting experience because i can't connect my airpods to this thing so i have to use the janky little earbuds that come on the plane which do an awful job at canceling out any noise from the plane right and then also the quality of the of the air the uh little ear pods are awful so uh didn't really get much of a cinematic experience so really just judging from a story perspective on this one and as we've said before, and Chris, you've even given your opinions on Ghostbusters Afterlife. Uh, mm-hmm. we, we've said that we're, we're not much of a Ghostbusters uh, crew here, and it was just okay. There were some like cool, clever things that they that they did. I really liked how uh, there was like this uh, post-mortem booby trap kind of set up for these ghosts in this well of like, oh, whenever the ghost detector would start to go off, these kind of uh, proton packs would shoot at the hole to kind of keep the the ghost pressure down, if you will. I thought that was cool and, and clever, but yeah, it didn't overall grab me all that much. But uh, like I said, there's not a whole lot of stake at me for me when it comes to Ghostbusters. But did were you the one that told me that they're working on a sequel? Is that yeah, right? yeah, we talked. Yeah, we, we've talked about the. Uh, I think maybe even last week a little bit or a couple weeks ago. Um, they're working on a sequel to this, and it will rumorly, uh, reportedly take place in New York. Um, well, okay. Which, I mean, yeah, I might. Because this feels like a sequel to the first one, and then I think the sequel to this would feel like a sequel to the second one. Because I don't think yeah. it references the second movie at all. Yeah, you know, I, I might, I might, I might tune in. I might yeah. take a look. It does seem kind of weird that everyone in this universe acknowledges that like New York had this like weird ghost problem back in the '80s, but there's still like ghost skeptics mm. out there. And almost you would think there would be like this, um, just just explosive effect yeah. right that now the whole world would think ghosts well, that's, exist but I, <laughs> the second movie even did that the second movie started off like yeah that was a hoax you know that was like you know smoke and mirrors years ago that wasn't even real ghosts kind of thing mm-hmm. um but you know i could totally see that being how society works uh, today yeah. so but yeah very strange since these were originally just uh goofy goofy ghost movies and now it's a whole franchise but mm-hmm. yeah ghost us afterlife you know i just thought i'd give everybody a little update uh, and then also on the plane, finally got around to watching Free Guy, yeah. which I know uh, kind of... I still haven't even seen this, so you're, you're yeah. ahead of me like a year later. Yeah. yeah, I know this one kind of took off because it was one of the few kind of big budget things that you could kind of watch, like kind of as the pandemic was wrapping up a little mm-hmm. bit. So, uh, you know, Ryan Reynolds, uh, this was also on the the release, the weird released verge of like, oh, is it a Disney movie? Is it a Fox movie? It was on HBO Max and it's also on Disney Plus. So it's kind of like this weird movie that was just out there, right? So I finally got a chance to watch it. 
and it's almost kind of cringy, actually. Uh, I remember ha- people having like positive, uh, po- positive experiences with this film, and man, there's just some bad writing in this film. Uh, you know, I can kind of hand wave over some of like the crazy story objects of like uh, this feels like you know Ready Player One meets Tron a little bit, you know. And I can kind of look over these moments of just like, that's not how computers work, you know, right? But there's just some bad jokes in here where Ryan Reynolds says at the beginning of the movie, like when he drinks coffee, he was like, what does he say? Like, oh, this is like a orgasm for my mouth or something. And I was like, that's not funny. I know it's coming out of Ryan Reynolds' mouth and it's supposed to be funny, but that's not funny. And then um, they try to have their cake and eat it too where this supposed video game is so popular that even Good Morning America will report on the video game when Blue Shirt Guy is becoming really, really popular. It's taking the world by storm. You know, this one character in this video game that we all love and play, right? And then at the same time, they'll turn around and make jokes of like the same boring hashed joke of, oh, you're a virgin in your basement that lives with your mom and you're still playing video games. It's just like, what is going on here? So... Yeah, I, I I would love to hear people's opinion of Free Guy. How dare you <laughs> bash a Ryan Reynolds Taika Waititi feature uh, know, after their like, collaboration in, from Green Lantern? <laughs> and like Taika Waititi plays like what is seems like a cartoon character, right? Like mm. he's he, it's great watching him perform on screen because Taika's really really fun. But this is a weird movie. Free Guy was weird. I didn't like it. Uh, I wouldn't watch another one if they made it, but. Weren't they also teasing possibly a sequel or return to this franchise in a way? Um, uh, I, so maybe I, I mean I could totally see them also being tongue in cheek about it because it's Ryan Reynolds being like wink wink hint hint like yeah, probably not. probably not. <laughs> yeah, did 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 not like it. it. It's enough to entertain you on a plane. So mm-hmm. if you're just looking for that threshold, just trying to put something on in the background, go ahead. But like an, this movie did help me identify one thing about myself that I think is maybe just something. I I will never be able to get over. So if you can get over this hump, I, I'm happy for you. But I cannot. I just. I don't know if this makes me just seem cruel and emotionless. Yes. I cannot before you say it, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot sympathize with a non-real character as a, not a fictional character of like uh, a, a, a robot or a an AI or something that is pretending to be real because it's like when you go like into the video game right and you're seeing like these characters and programs like you know having like emotions and stuff I just keep thinking this this isn't this isn't real they do this kind of moment in the film which totally undercuts it to me but it's what I feel like whenever I'm watching a movie like this of just like where Ryan Reynolds is having mm-hmm. a love interest with like the the action woman that you see in all the trailers right and they finally go in to kiss each other and they're playing this whole musical score behind it they're trying to hit those notes that you get when characters finally kiss in a movie and then it cuts away to the player just sitting in front of their computer monitor like really awkwardly like uh why is this npc kissing me this is very strange and i was like yes that's how i feel all the time when i watch this all of these bombastic action moments are just like ones and zeros just flicking off inside of a computer and it's like i don't know i just can't connect to it so I guess that just makes me heartless, but yeah. How dare guy, you? How dare not, you not, undersell not, it? Not, not for me. So I'll, I'll leave no. it at that. Uh, but yeah, strange experience watching Free Guy. That's oh, for sure. All right. But I, I know a lot of people like it. I think because all the references. I'm, again, I'm not seeing it. I know there's a lot of references in this, so I'm I'm excited to turn it on when I have nothing else to do, or maybe while I'm doing something like the show notes or. Or something. So that might be where I go. But glad to know you didn't waste your time in the air, Mike. When you're strapped to that that seat in the plane and you have nowhere else to go, that's the time <laughs> you watch the stuff you can't watch anywhere else. Can't yeah, be bothered. I'm to. just try- yeah. I'm just trying to kill ten and a half hours in the air, man. Yeah, I get it. I get it. All right. Well, let's jump. Let's jump uh, into news here because I bet you wish you had yourself a little Bifrost to get around the world, if you know what I mean. A little, uh, little hey, zoom, hey, zoom. Hey, that's hey, a Thor Love and Thunder reference. <laughs> uh, so we're gonna jump into our Thor Love and Thunder. We just got off our. Uh, uh, review our spoiler filled review so this will be our spoiler free review for you regular weekly listeners so um 
Oh, you want to jump into it? You want uh, you want me to do it this time? Since you said I'll start last time, I'll do it. It's yeah, my. It's on me. Yeah, jump into it. Spoiler free. Our initial thoughts of Thor: Love and Thunder. If you it, want more of it, stay subscribed. Look in your feeds. We got the whole spoiler yeah, review. In that's there. right. We also have time codes for when we get into spoilers in that too. We we break it down a lot more. Well, well there's a lot more in that than there will be in this because we actually have a bunch of other news to get through. But let's just go ahead and say uh, if you could rate movies best movie ever or worst movie ever, Thor: Love and Thunder is just a movie. Um, right down the middle. I think, you know, if, if you were splitting wood with uh, Stormbreaker, it would be shot right down the middle of that piece of wood. Um, and that's not a bad thing. Let, let, let's, let's preface this. I don't think this movie is a bad movie. I don't think it's the best movie we've had either. Um, there, there are things about this film that are fun. There are funny moments. There are things that kind of make you just kind of tilt your head and like, all right, there was an attempt here, um, but nothing, nothing huge. So um, I, I think it's a, a definitely a different movie than Spider-Man and Doctor Strange, the last two MCU movies. I'd even say it's very much different than Miss Marvel and uh, Moon Knight in terms of, of tone and story. So I think it's a different genre, and that's fine in and of itself. If you want to sit the movie theater, you know, shove popcorn in your face in one of the collectible popcorn vessels you can get at your local movie theater uh this is this is a movie for you um it definitely leans into that 80s uh hair metal vibe quite a bit um you know uh, but you know it's not perfect it, i don't think i think if if i was to say anything like i said my other you um thor ragnarok and, and iron man one or similar Thor, Love, and Thunder, and Iron Man 2 are similar in that regards, in that they are sequels that don't really push anything, the envelope forward, but just kind of play the familiar notes that you know and and love the first time. Uh, Mike, yourself, buddy, lay it on them. Hit the people. You're fresh out of this thing. You saw it today. Let them know what you thought. Just a few hours, though. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Uh, Coming off such a a crowd-pleasing success that uh, Thor Ragnarok was, like Taika Waititi really brought this fresh perspective to the character, and I think to the MCU at at large. Uh, But I think this one's a a swing and a little bit of a miss, unfortunately. You're still getting all of that DNA from the creative direction of Taika, but it just feels like a little mismanaged and sometimes a bit too much. Uh, but like Chris said, it's it's a good movie, just not a great movie. There's going to be plenty of entertainment to be had, but at, at large, it just feels like we don't really have much consequence going on in this movie where, you know, stakes are everything when it comes to a superhero film. Something's got to be on the line, and it just kind of feels like... In a movie where somebody is called Gore the God Butcher, I feel like we never really live mm-hmm. up to the phrase butcher. Mm-hmm. Not a whole lot of that going on, unfortunately. Um, so uh, who knows where this franchise goes into the future. After this, uh, we talk in our spoiler review that we love the bookend of this film. We love the opening and we love the ending. So that's great for the future of the character moving on down the line, right? I think you and I both agree we like where our characters kind of are at the end of the film. So maybe this one is just like a little bit of a speed bump, right? You know, maybe we'll get a third Taika outing and we'll have a lot of fun. Or maybe not. Taika is busy, man. Like, we, we talked about how many mo- how many TV shows he's producing. He's got a Star Wars coming up. You know, maybe he's just not even going to have time. And maybe we'll get another kind of director, probably of his choosing, right? If he had to kind of suggest somebody. So that could kind of be maybe a fresh uh, take as well. But, yeah, yeah. just... You know, we had high hopes for this, and I would not blame anybody for going in with high expectations on this mm-hmm. one. It just doesn't. And, but, but at the same time, I can't blame people for walking out and saying I had a good time. Like, like, yeah. like, despite Mike's tone um, of, of exactly. disappointment, it's I, I can't fault people for also being like, yeah, I had a really good time. Like, sounds yeah. great. Glad you did. Um, exactly. Yeah. If you are just if you are super casual into the MCU, right and Maybe that's yeah. not true if you're listening yeah. to this podcast, right? But yeah, if you just don't really care too much about how things, 
you know, go for this uh, gigantic yeah. franchise and you're just out there to just have some cinematic fun, you're, yeah. Yeah, you're going to be like, why are these people being so critical? Yeah. Uh, but, um, yeah, like I said, there's a <laughs> – this movie does bring you great moments. There's some really yeah. funny stuff. Uh, Russell Crowe doing some, like, weird karate. Uh, you yeah. know, you got uh, Thor doing some really fun gymnastics with uh, – with a storm break. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Lots, lots of great stuff in this, yeah. but yeah, overall yeah. doesn't amount to something that I felt truly compelled. Right. With. But, but it also didn't falter. Like at the same time, we're like, when we look at like a comparable phase four movie, black widow, right? Like she's an original Avenger. Like they're like her movie was like, well, what did this do? Anything? Mm-hmm. No, really nothing did it. So, um, I, I think, I think there's still fun moments. You can really pull out. This, I, this is going to be, I can't wait, like, you know, we, what, what, 45 days and counting, right. To, to Disney plus probably. So mm-hmm. I can't wait to go back and watch on Disney plus and just it, put it in the background. Like I don't have yeah. to stare at this one though, just to hear the jokes or, or the see the visual gags. The visual gags yeah. are hilarious. And we, we, and we all knew that this movie, uh, was going to make yeah. money and it did. Boy, right. does it 302 million worldwide right now. Uh, Sunday's not even closed for us, right? There's people still watching mm. this movie. I know people who don't normally go opening weekend. They'll go like on a Tuesday, the week after. Uh, they're going to this mm. one. Like they were going to this. So people are seeing this. It's a third of the way to a billion dollars. Um, I just think that means more Thor movies down the road, or at least Thor Jason films. So um, that's that's good for them. Uh, had a highest Thursday in um, this year so far. For, for opening showings, uh, I was gladly part of that. I bought five tickets. I had four other people with me, Mike. That's 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 how, how big it was. Um, but on the flip side of that, you know, um, according to Taika Waititi, he's out doing interviews, right? It's great. It's opening weekend. He says director cuts suck. He doesn't. He thinks directors do need to be reined in and um, put on the right path. Sometimes I think we've said that before, right? Like um, going back, I always go back to Wonder Woman eighty four. I'm like, oh god, uh, someone need to tell her no. Um, but uh, there could be up to four hours of or not, this movie. It was like two hours and six minutes. There could be a four-hour cut that exists. We'll never see it. We'll never get that footage. But like, I I, I feel like again since Eternals kind of slapped the the egos down at Marvel a little bit. Like you can't have two and a half hour movies. You can if they're good, um, but like that movie's not really compelling enough to be good for two and a half hours. I think this could have. Um, benefited from more footage if i'm going to be honest a little more a little more uh, exposition dumps if you will so um that's fine i, I think direct, direct the only, like how often do you ever watch a director's cut like yeah that was better i mean <laughs> well, yeah uh, like, there's a certain fan base out there that uh has mm, very very yeah. very strong opinions about director's cuts yeah. and you know who they are oh yeah i do know uh, who they are so i we, think we, 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 <laughs> in the superhero world i think only one director's cut made a movie better and i believe that was like daredevil it made it from a bad movie to just a movie as well so mm-hmm. um i I'd, I'd look back to that one and lastly if you're into video games such as myself thor and mighty thor skins are now in fortnite as a bundle so those are pretty fun to play and when you use your glider uh, you can either set stormbreaker or mjolnir for both of them Uh, they're the only characters who can use that i like that uh this is uh, slightly Fortnite Marvel related. I was uh, just on Twitter before we started recording, and uh, apparently the Venom skin in Fortnite has mm-hmm. physics on its butt. Oh yeah. So if you if you uh, if you're swinging some axes, you can see a little butt jiggle on Venom there. Oh, so yeah. keep a lookout maybe for some pec physics oh. on Thor. Uh, maybe he's got butt physics too. I mean, we do get to see him do the full, I guess full Monty, full, the back Monty, yeah. if you will. In That's this right. film, which I wasn't expecting to see, yeah. so if you take if you take your kids to this film, uh, <laughs> super super slight spoiler, not even no, not spoilers. even spoilers. This it's a word, just a word, yeah. it's just a word that's uttered in the film. You're, they're gonna see Chris Hemsworth's butt, and you're gonna have to explain to them what an orgy means. Mm-hmm. Not because, not in passing either. Not not <laughs> visually, yeah. But the, the word is. Uh, I just find it so funny of adults yeah. just having to explain what that is yeah. in a PG thirteen movie. It's just like hey. Uh, kid at 13 should probably know not necessarily what an orgy is, but they should know what sex is by 13. Yeah. And it is PG-13. That's right. So if you're taking your 8-year-olds to this, it's your it's own on you. fault. It's on you. <laughs> uh, and then the other part of this is in Marvel's Avengers, they have added the Mighty Thor as a playable character in that um, game, she is multiversal Thor. She's a, a different variant of Thor, uh, much like people thought this Jane Foster might be in this movie. Um, so... Um, so yeah, so um, you can pick her up, and they have the Mighty Thor skins, the the skins for the characters. So um, that's a pretty fun game 
to uh, play as those characters. You look the the, the the resolution for those skins are like on point. They're really good looking. Moving on, uh, Captain America Four um, was announced uh, what, late last year. I believe uh, a sequel uh, to the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, continuing yeah. that story. I think it was announced not long after that season yeah. finale had aired. So that prob- was like kind of conjuncting news. Yeah, I, I bet this will be something that comes up at San Diego Comic Con this year. Uh, according to the reports, uh, they've hired director Julius Ona. Uh, who I, I'm not going to hold this against him. He did direct Cloverfield Paradox, which we both think is trash. But <laughs> um, after that, he directed a film called Juice, J-U-C-E, and then like, he's gotten lots of recognition uh, for that movie. Like he's come a long way since he literally had to do a movie for for Netflix. So yeah, it's really really hard to pull anything out of the Cloverfield Paradox, right? Because it's just one of those movies where we're never going to know exactly who to blame, right? Because mm-hmm. this was reported to be a finished film that was then returned into a Cloverfield movie, which yeah. then couldn't be bothered to be released by a major studio, so it kind of got dumped onto Netflix. But the only reason anybody even knows about it is because of the marketing campaign that they connected with a Super Bowl and when it released. So, yeah, initially when I saw Cloverfield Paradox director, I was like, ugh, that is not, that is not good, but yeah. it might lean into the idea that it was never a director yeah. issue oh. to begin with. I, I, my, my typing, it's not juice, it's loose, L-U-C-E. Um, <laughs> but, like, it, it, I would look that up before I look, like, that was his movie afterwards. Um, he wrote, mm-hmm. um, directed, and uh, produced it, I believe. So, like, he, he like, that's his movie kind of thing. Whereas Cloverfield is, like, just a, a bastardization of stuff. Yeah. So, I would definitely look into his movie Loose um, before before we, we hold... Again, Cloverfield Paradox against somebody along the way. So, um, excited for that news. That's great. They're moving along. Um, hopefully, they get a script going pretty soon. Loki Season 2 is filming, Mike, and um, they have confirmed again. We all knew the whole cast was confirming, but there have been some photos showing like Owen Wilson back as Morbius... Mobius in Mobius on set. Um, there were some other like obscure references to other Marvel characters in these uh, images, but like nothing's really standing out yet. But I do, I am excited for a season two of Loki. Right, like I think, you know, if anything, um, we've we've talked about the idea of dimensions breaking. You know, going through the MCU as a through line. This is going to be something that really um, is is something we can sink our teeth into when that drops. Probably next year. You think? Like, is that next year? Kind of. Yeah, I mean, I that? feel like uh, I feel like Disney Plus for this this calendar year of 2022 seems to have been called for, right? And we're starting to kind of get you know hints and whispers of 2023 with the Book of Boba Fett returning. In, was it February, right? No, no, you're thinking Mandalorian. Man, yeah, that's what I meant. Mandalorian. Yeah, don't don't See, don't get, tease people with a. <laughs> I get. The, I I mean, technically, it's all Mandalorian yeah. in a way if you think about it. But mm-hmm. yeah, this seems like it's going to be next year. Yeah, I think they take a long time to, to turn these around. Um, I don't know what's going to come after She-Hulk, but I, we do know Secret Invasion has been filming. Ironheart has been filming. We'll talk about that. Um, some other ones, but I think the other. Let's move on to our next bullet point here because you know Loki is uh, is Echo season two is filming. Our Echo Season 1 is filming. It's a, a spinoff of Hawkeye Season 1. Um, so in this, uh, Hollywood Reporter, I believe, and Variety have confirmed Daredevil, Matt Murdock, Kingpin, um, Vincent D'Onofrio are returning for this series, uh, which I think we've, I think, rumored and mused about in depth for the past mm-hmm. um, six months, for sure. Uh, the bigger rumor comes down uh, that Daredevil is apparently trying to find Jessica Jones. So we maybe we get a Christian Ritter crossover, or if the Daredevil, oh. I think Daredevil's getting his own series. They've said if so, it will be a um, probably a, a journey to find her if played by Christian Ritter in this. Mm. And Kingpin, I believe, is trying to run for mayor, which I think he always does. Uh, but um, yeah, I think, <laughs> I think it's like, great. It's kind of like a Lex Luthor type, right? Yeah. He's always they're always running for office at some point. Mm. In their Bald man, series, so. white suit jacket. Yep, that's that's <laughs> lines up. Um, I believe they also said, and this is again, I'm gonna all rumor that he will be playing, you know, with an eye patch over his eye for some of because that will show where um, Echo shot him from the end of uh, Hawkeye. Yeah. All right, so we'll that, see how that goes. I mean, this goes without without saying for 
everything entertainment rise yeah. wise right but i feel like for me echo the show is really going to come down to like writing yeah somebody's going to have to really create something compelling i think for me to care about the character and and the world right because we did get a little bit of an origin in hawkeye but it's just like why should i care about this one specific character in this uh in this growing growing world of the mcu right uh, i think we have an interesting start uh, right, but you know, is it a good sign or a bad sign? Right, that we have to throw in Daredevil, Kingpin, Jessica Jones. Who knows? Maybe even Luke Cage down the line to bring the whole gang back together. You notice how I'm intentionally leaving mm-hmm. out a specific character there, right? Yeah. So, is that a good sign or a bad sign? We have to bolster this show with a lot of other stuff. Yeah. We we shall we shall see. But it, um, well, I think that's fine. I think to me, I'm okay with that because, like, again. Um, most of the movies that have team ups are better, right? I think I think that's mm-hmm. that's great. I think for me, Echo, she's not. If it is, she's like one of the first people without powers, right, to really have a a, a show. Um, Iron Man, yeah, but it's like, had a power of his brain, she, but, but like, does she have powers though? Yeah. I know it's not like I know it's not like right. Super that, that's human a, that, that's a question. Like, if she, what what is she, what can she do, and how does she fit into a world of people with abilities? Right. Yeah. So, um, because like she, her ability is to kind of essentially be taskmaster, watch someone do something, and then she can do it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Is it kind of like a like a Batman situation where e- even though Batman doesn't have powers, you know, you kind of just mm. elevate the human in yeah. general, and maybe I don't, I don't yeah. know. We'll, we'll see. Right. I mean, apparently humans in this in this world of hawkeye do have powers because we saw uh we saw kingpin right. the ever loving crap wrecked out of him and he's somehow still standing yeah. even though no human could ever go through that right well it was i mean he was just kind of beat up by a little girl though so i mean i don't know uh, what's gonna be interesting i think is if daredevil's in this we have echo who can't hear and daredevil who can't see Echo can only communicate by sign language, and Daredevil can. Um, we we've seen his like vision like what once in the Netflix show. It was like a world of fire or something. Um, they've really not dived into that. So I'd like to see these two characters. How do they interact with each other? Uh, with their um, disabilities being a huge part of who they are along the way. So, uh, well, yeah, we'll keep you guys posted as this show comes out. I think this will be next year for sure. Hundred percent think Disney Plus Day will have Echo s- stuff for us. Uh, I shared this with you, I believe, even while you were over in Europe, Mike. Uh, Ironheart, we got concept art for the Mark One armor here. Very low res, very low quality. Um, it's bulky. This is some bulky armor here on this girl. Yeah, uh, this is a this is a great a great sign because when we've talked about Ironheart in the past, uh, I I have never been uh, opposed. Uh, to the idea of like a younger generation in uh, in the MCU like being smart and intelligent, right? Mm-hmm. But I think the uh, the Iron Man movies kind of go out of their way to show you why Tony Stark is is such a, a, a brilliant character. You know the levels and lengths that he'll go to create something like an Iron Man suit because he's like a, a billboy billionaire philanthropist and playboy. Also- possibly a genius the way you want to put it right so how does kind of like a teenage girl right how does she achieve at least something even comparable and i think this concept art really leans into the idea that she's 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 trying it looks like she's cobbling stuff together and this actually looks really cool it looks very anime inspired this Mm -hmm. looks like something straight out of like a like a like a mecha or something like that not in size wise but just kind of like she's strapping stuff to her we got like we, I love the visual aesthetics of when like robots kind of have like big bulbousy bits that are usually like for like jetpacks and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, it looks like there's like a Mega Man kind of buster on a hand. We got like kind of arc reactor on the front right. wires coming off of it. There's like there's like visual straps and harness. It looks like she's yeah. in like a bit of a flight suit yeah. well, and, underneath it. Well, I think that's the, the thing here. Ironheart is she doesn't have the money Tony right had right. Tony mm-hmm. he made his one in the cave and you know this is kind of like her cave version if you will mm. um but like he got sleek and sophisticated real fast and i don't think she has the resources but it looks like she got her hand on an official tony stark triangle arc reactor um mm. on her chest and I, that seems to be like the most high-tech piece and everything else is like this is what yeah. i could do um uh, in the moment yeah. 
because and, it is. And just, to, and just to keep all things fair, uh, even Peter Parker in Spider-Man No Way Home, when he finds like Tony Stark's like condo lab, right? Yeah. And he's like making microchips that'll like fix um, that'll like fix all of these like villains and everything. Even to me, that's like a little far fetched. It's like, yeah. okay, Peter, I know you go to a science high school, but you're not literally a genius. Like yeah. this feels like you need to be and you need to be putting in the work and reading a lot more textbooks mm-hmm. when. If you're swinging around as Spider-Man all the time, I don't know how you can possibly be caught up no. on all of the modern facets of engineering. So no. I guess there's a little, little bit of hand-waving even there. It, but uh, I think visually, this is telling me a lot about how this is a very scrappy character doing their best to cobble together what they can. And if they just possibly had the, like you said, the financial resources, they could possibly get something closer to an Iron Man yeah. suit. So yeah, this is believable and it looks really cool. Yeah, I also enjoy the Iron Man uh, homage to her colors, right? Everything's painted mm-hmm. that red and gold. Uh, I could also see this totally tying in the Armor Wars um, being pieces she bought off or found on like, you know, a black market or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. Because those, like when you think of Iron Man jetpacks, it's in his hands, it's in his feet. Well, these are just strapped to her legs and her back like a jetpack. Uh, yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see them bring this to life on Disney+. Plus. I think this is going to be, they don't need to wait for the last episode to show this. They need to bring it out quickly and, and give it to us pretty early on so she can evolve it so um yeah check out that concept art it's on our show notes so you can take a look at that the other rumor is she'll face off against the character the hood are you familiar with the hood from marvel the hood um maybe I, I feel like i'm getting dc vibes when you say the hood but i don't yeah. think that's right no so uh, the hood he's a street level thug who has like a like a demon powered or demon infused cape that he wears. So he wears a cape, he gets like invulnerability uh, and, you know, stuff like that can travel through shadows. But other than that, he's just a, a like a street level thug. Um, so, what? How, how on earth is there a. There is a Hood, the Hood action figure. There is a Marvel Legends yeah. action figure for the Hood. I was not expecting that. Yeah, uh, 100%. Uh, so, like, um, I believe. In the comic books, his cloak is powered through Dormammu's energy um, mm-hmm. rather than, you know, something else. But I don't know how they could tie this into, you know, uh, they could totally tie it into Dormammu energy, uh, you know, with Doctor Strange. Having Mystic versus Tech is going to be, I think, the Im- important part here if they do that. Mm-hmm. So, um, but other than that, he's just a normal, like, thug who got this cape through something and, like, that's how he runs this stuff. So, um very, very interesting to kind of see how this plays off. And I, I've got a bunch of question marks, and hopefully, like I said, Disney Plus Day delivers us some Ironheart stuff. Uh, moving on to the, the Wakanda, Black Panther Wakanda Forever. I kept calling it War for Wakanda last week, <laughs> and I'm like, that's not well, it. Uh, it might end up going that way. Yeah. Uh, but not, so last week we looked at the Namor concept art, which I sent you, and the um, Atuma concept art, right? We've seen this. But today I've got our first look at Namora concept art, the sister to Namor. Or maybe cousin in this situation. They're related somehow. And she is also blue-skinned like a Tuma and wears a lot of the um, kind of South American, uh, Aztec, and Mayan, um, you know, Native Native Southern American tribal looks to her as well. That matches up with yeah. the Namor art we, we talked about. Yeah, exactly. I wasn't I wasn't around when you uh, got a chance to talk about yeah. the, the high res leak uh, yeah. for Namor. But it was funny how that does line up with what we talked about. You know, uh, maybe months ago on the show. Yeah, I'm I almost say years lost, at this point. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I've lost track of time. But it's nice to kind of see that uh, high res version coming out. Like you said, I'm sure we'll hear more, a lot more about Black Panther at Comic Con. Right? It's time. I mean, we we are in July. Jeez, Comic Con's like next week, isn't it? Uh, two weeks. Like, we won't be talking about it on next week's episode, but I think it might be. It's the twenty sixth. It's the twenty fifth, twenty sixth. So yeah, so it's coming up soon. But yeah, we'll be hearing more about this for sure if we're already getting leaks of this uh, quantity. But yeah, I think the last time we briefly brought this up, uh, this uh, aesthetic change is really interesting, right? This South American underwater world, I think, is going to yeah. be really, really cool. And you know, we're seeing this different concept art of these characters. Uh, at first glance, I think you could mistake this almost as uh, an avatar concept yeah. art, right? You know, you'd have to elongate the limbs a little bit more, right? Put in a tail behind there. Uh, but is the blue the blue body paint, or maybe like the when blue- you're talking about underwater races? Maybe yeah. just you have different 
pigments that are yep. underwater. There, there's a blue, a blue skinned um, versions, which is the Atuma, I guess, clan or tribe, and then there's the the pale skinned ones, which is like Namor and, and his tribe as well. So yeah, uh, very much you know akin to the tribes in Black Panther, very much underwater with the this, and you know I I, I love the the old school South American tribal look of all these characters. Um, you know, the gold, the green, the the leaning into that heavily detailed, um, very um, I guess, ornate designs on everything. And then a couple on the feathers and the leaves. This just looks awesome and I cannot wait to see this in motion. Like I wanna I was really hoping for that trailer before Thor this week, but we didn't get one. So um very excited for Namor, Atuma, and Namora to, to come to this. And I really hope, well, again, we get some more confirmation before Comic-Con, but totally, totally could see them pulling up these characters on the stage at Comic-Con, saying, like, we got our Namor, here he is. And then he's going to be either in his own movie or, like, guest star in another movie later, because you don't bring Namor to the MCU without using him more than once, right? Like, mm-hmm. that's a that's a big deal, so... Um, yeah, take a look at that Namor concept art in this. And then last week, you can check out Namor and Atuma's concept art. Let's shift gears a little bit into Star Wars land. Star Wars Skeleton Crew, the John Watts uh, project that's also starring uh, Jude Law, has reportedly started filming already. Um, I, I think they're going to be using real sets on this. I don't have any other details. Um wouldn't be surprised if they try to use the volume a little bit, but with a, a larger cast of kids... Um, in this, I think they'll probably lean into the uh, physical locations that a lot of productions have been kind of going back to lately. Yeah, I mean, that that seems so quick when you talk about in comparison to when uh, No Way Home came out, but then No Way Home was, you know, the release date, you know, was delayed uh, due to the pandemic. So John Watts has had a lot more time between when that movie was actually done to when because, you know, it takes a lot of uh, development to start working on this stuff, right? So, yeah, it just seems quick, but uh, curious yeah. to see how this goes. John Watts, as we've talked about before, nobody ever remembers the directors for these yeah. amazing Spider-Man movies that we've loved, all three of them, right? Like, how is he not a household name? So uh, maybe this will help a little bit more get him out, get his name name ID out there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, could be. I mean, uh, his name stamped on stuff. He is. He was uh, going to do Fantastic Four, then kind of backed out. Um, sounds like he's going to be doing this, and I would not be surprised if the reason he also backed out of Fantastic Four is because they were like, "Hey, do you want to do Spider Man Four after you get done with your Star Wars?" Because mm-hmm. um, I could totally see him also being like, "Yeah, I'm going to do the next movie." For Sony and Marvel, because you know that's a guaranteed paycheck. Uh, the movie can suck, but that's still a guaranteed paycheck for him. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to kind of see this, learn more about it, and um, it'll probably be if this if they're filming, it'll probably come out next year, uh, um, sometime. So yeah, we'll keep you guys posted. Avatar: The Way of Water. Did you get a trailer for this before your movie yesterday? Yeah, the I same mean, one. I, I have seen. I have seen the trailer already. But yeah, just... yeah, I know. But like, um, this was the first time I got to see it in theater because the last time in Doctor Strange, it was a, I, they gave us the 3D screening and I had the wrong glasses. So um, uh, I have to. I have. I have to use this uh, moment before we talk about the news of Avatar as a as a PSA. We got a trailer this morning for um, Jordan Peele's next film, Nope, and it was a new trailer. And the most recent trailer for Nope that's out there, the one that we watched, it shows way, way too much. It's like ruined the movie for me already, right? Like the first two trailers, I think, or maybe the first one's a teaser and then the first official trailer is like nothing but like spooky mystery. You just see these people flying up Mm -hmm. from the ground and they're being thrown around. You have no idea what's happening, no hint of anything at all. And then this trailer shows everything. It literally shows everything. I'm sure that there's still some mystery left, but if you want to go into into Jordan Peele's next film, Nope, with at least some uh, surprise, do not mm. watch anything else. So like if you're going to, if you're going to Thor and that trailer premiere, like start showing, like close your eyes and plug your ears. It's so, ruin it. so that trailer's been out for a month. Um already um man that means i was successfully avoiding it yep. for a whole month yep yeah uh, so, uh, so i've seen this one 
I, I again, I think I think there's still a lot more to be to surprise us. So I'm very excited for that. But uh, I get what you're saying. Yeah, I'm anyway, still gonna see the movie. Yeah. But anyway, t- trailers that give us absolutely nothing. Um, <laughs> Avatar: uh, Way of Water. James Cameron. Um, he said this this movie I think will have a three hour runtime. No surprise. He likes to to do long movies, and he says, "Give me a fucking break." Uh, sorry for my language. I'm just quoting him. Thank you. Uh, when people were like, "Why is it? Why is it so long?" Uh, and he compares it to like he's like people. He references kids can literally sit and watch five or six episodes of a TV show in a row, binge watching it. So like you can literally sit and watch my three hour movie. Like it's I'm gonna <laughs> do mean, what I want to do. People are not afraid to watch long shows of things. Uh, yeah, I feel like I have two. I have I have two comments. First one, like I don't think anybody was upset that he's putting out three hours of stuff. I mean, we've he's like. The, the interview. Known. The interviewer asked him about the, the yeah, your complaint, yeah, I, so I does, think it was it, it was a funnel. It does seem it does seem like a really shitty junket question, yeah. right? To ask just to get clicks, but also at the same time, like James, uh, can I call you by your first name, James? There's a reason people can sit down and binge TV shows. It's because you're having you're having like a, a, a narrative wrap up at the mm. end of each episode. Yeah, it always continues on to the next thing, but you're getting that uh, you're getting that psychological break of starting the next thing. You know, every like you know 40 minutes to an hour, depending on what you're watching, you're moving on to the next mm. thing and starting something new. Like uh, three hours of like a feature. That is, it's a lot more mentally taxing mm. that you will than watching like you know five hours of Stranger Things. I don't know. Mm. That's just that's just me. But I, I don't know. I feel like those last two episodes of Stranger Things being four hours. I'm well, like that's that that's a little different. Those that's are di- yeah. <laughs> that's I, a different. I, I, I don't I don't disagree with them. If you can watch five hour forty minute episodes, you can watch a three hour movie and just be like fine. He did say you know we have to remove the stigma of going to the bathroom during the movie, which I did during Thor. Um, by the way, I got back before the scene was over, but like. It's fine to go to the bathroom. Like literally, you're not gonna miss much unless you're like gone for five minutes uh, in the middle of the movie. Like running to the bathroom is fine. I, th- I think people need to just become come to terms with it. Because I mean, you know, um, done been there, done that kind of thing. You know, like I think every Marvel movie I've had to go to the bathroom at because I, I try to watch my water intake during the day, but it, it never works out. So <laughs> uh, he also did say the fourth and fifth Avatar movies. Um, they've not been filmed yet, um, which surprised me, but he may not direct them, uh, maybe not by himself even, uh, maybe have co-directors or he might step back as a producer, um, because the story's already oh. written, um, they would just need to, you know, bring them wow. to life. I actually really wasn't expecting that at all. Yeah. Um, wow. Okay. I could see, I could see, you know, him being not necessarily burned out, but just like, look, I've set the blueprint pun intended, uh, for three <laughs> movies, just continue, hear the scripts, just keep doing them kind of thing, mm-hmm. uh, and give it to someone, um, he trusts, uh, you know, he, he did, um, he's known for hanging over the reins to franchises with all, like, all the Terminator movies, not saying they're better, um, at all, but he did, he did hand those over, and then he came in for Aliens from Alien and, and made a, a really good movie, so, I oh. mean, gee, I mean, with how visually effects intensive these movies are, you might as well just let your like VFX lead or something mm. just direct the last two movies. That's going to be the person touching, you know, every yeah. scene anyway. Right? Yeah, he's like, we have enough footage of the, uh, the 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 actual actors anyway. We don't need them anymore. We're just gonna <laughs> throw this into a blender and spit it out. So exactly. Yeah. So anyway, that's that's his news. Uh, trailer for Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the movie, dropped this week, Mike, and I wanted to share this with you because I know I'm not going to watch this show um, because I can't—I literally cannot find the second season anywhere at all. Uh, so I don't know what's up with this. Even illegally, you can't find the second season. Yeah, isn't it? And uh, I thought it was on Paramount Plus since it was like a Nickelodeon. It might thing. be now, but like I, when I tried to find it, I could not find it. Now I, I need to revisit this. Um, with the trailer coming out, so this is a trailer. I think an ex- a continuation of the show. Um, so uh, it, they, along with the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle game that comes out, turtles are seeing a resurgence as well. Um, this shows, you know, the Krang, and I didn't know the t- turtles had mystic powers uh, in this show, but apparently they do. So very excited. Do you have a chance to watch this yet? Yeah, I, I had a chance to uh, to watch the trailer. It is interesting, right? If nobody knows what. We're talking about this is just another in a long line of interpretations of Teenage Mutant 
the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, like mm-hmm. Nickelodeon, uh, I believe, has the rights to these, and they will constantly and forever be pumping out uh, TMNT content just because it makes money and people watch it, right? So this just happens to be one of the few kind of teenage... Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle properties, TMNT, that's what I should say. That's yeah. why they abbreviate this to begin with, because yeah. it's so freaking hard to say. Or just the just turtles. The, we, we get it. Yeah. This is just one of the few in a, long, in a long line that has just taken a different interpretation of the characters. They've kind of given them more mystical powers and mm-hmm. viewed to well, the weapons, so they it, can kind of have different combat it, yeah. styles. And, well, the other thing is, each one of the turtles is based off a different sti- a type of turtle. Like, the, they're mm-hmm. visually, like, I think Leonardo, um, he's like a, a red, a red Mm-hmm. When like Raphael's a snapping turtle, they all actually are visually distinct. Yeah. They're not just the same turtle with different headband colors. Yeah, which is honestly in animation is character design 101. You need yeah. to set aside you, visually the characters that you put on screen. And then also the action in the show is just chef's kiss. It is beautiful. They are cranking it to 11, super high octane animation. There is just, just uh, it's just a feast for the eyes. I've seen clips of it uh, post on YouTube uh, a ton when it was originally airing, which goes into my third point. It's not airing anymore. The show has been canceled. Not necessarily like, oh, canceled, your show is bad. It's just kind of, it just kind of ran. It's kind of like daytime cartoon course, right? It seems like everything only gets about two or three seasons and then kind of like the audience has aged on and moved on the other things and that's kind of when you reboot it. So this Netflix kind of film, I think it's just kind of like a legacy contract, if you will. Like, you mm-hmm. know, when the Invader Zim and Rocco's Modern Life and Hey Arnold movies were made for Netflix. I think this was kind of in a similar kind of strategy. Uh, I would imagine everything else moving forward for Nickelodeon will be exclusive yeah. to Paramount+. So, Plus. so yeah. this is just a long-winded way of saying if you if you missed the rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on Nickelodeon and like Chris said, you're having trouble finding it and streaming it, uh, the, you got an animated movie coming yeah. out that I'm sure will be even more action-packed because you yeah. have a lot more time to uh, dedicate to a film. uh, Well, so the thing is with this one, like you said, I I looked at this. The two seasons are on Paramount Plus. You're right. One season is on Netflix. Um, (laughs) And that's what I think that might have been my problem. I was like, I I can't find it. Because this is going to Netflix on August 5th, so just a couple weeks. Uh, Also introduces Casey Jones, fan favorite character Casey Jones, to this universe. Um, and uh, for, I don't know if you mentioned this or not, maybe people were listening, it's a 2D animated show, not a 3D yes, animated show. Exactly. So it's very much, um, very unique style. Look, The trailer looks fun. It, it looks, you know, it's got jokes, it's got turtles. Again, I've been playing, um, you know, the Turtles games. This looks like fun. And Krang is, you know, a classic character for Turtles. Mm-hmm. So um, you can you can check out all of the... Um, yeah. All these on Paramount Plus, but the movie's coming to Netflix in a couple weeks, so Yeah, the Turtles the Turtles have been out there multiversing hopping before, you know. Oh, hundred percent. Cool. Yeah. Uh every every if you're an animal uh, and you got introduced to ooze, you have a you have a version somewhere in the Turtles universe. Uh moving on, uh speaking of old franchises and James Cameron Terminator. Uh they are making a Terminator survival game announced, and they just showed like a thirty second clip of it. It looks like you'll be facing off against T-800s, and the point is to stay alive. Survival games, right? Like, you're not Whoa. actively attacking. <laughs> um, so, you know, is is a Terminator resurgence in the future? Or are they just like, hey, we got game rights. Let's do something with it. I'm, I'm putting it on right now. I don't know yeah. what Terminator uh, resurgence is, but I think survival games are always, like, I feel like they're not easy to make, but I feel like it's easy to adapt a franchise into a survival style game, right? Because we already know the mechanism of a survival style game, right? You know, you're usually starved for resources, time, space, nooks and corners to hide in. So you really just need something to run from. I think, what is it? Alien Isolation? Yeah. Is that kind of survival horror game based in the alien world? Yeah. And, you know, all you have, all you need is you just need a location and a creature. So if they're doing that with like, like very menacing, like, like silver red-eyed robots. Yeah, I mm-hmm. think that sounds like a and, knock out of the park. And a lot of those, again, uh, depending on the game, depending on your interpretation. When I said Terminator Resurgence, I meant a resurgence of the Terminator franchise, by the way. Oh, um, uh, okay. The, <laughs> yeah, the, the Terminators are like 
that like the Jason, right? They're always there. They're they're kind of unstoppable in the first movie, uh, and even second movie. So like we see a T eight hundred. Are the T one thousands in here later on in the game? Like, are you having to hide from the Terminator spider bots? What's in here, and how do you hide from them? Is you know the thing. So um, I think you know this post apocalyptic future Terminator prime prime real estate for survival style game so mm-hmm. um you can check out that trailer here not a, not gameplay nothing involved uh the second one is robocop has a game coming out um robocop i don't know where it's been since that reboot with uh well, the guy from suicide squad oh, yeah. joel kenneman um, about that. so new a game called rogue city it's a first person shooter and you are the robocop mike so oh gosh um, it, it, this is a little bit of a longer trailer, but you can see some of the gunplays. You're shooting up the punks. You know, you, it's got that old school plus size crosshair for aiming at, at people. Um, looks like you can possibly slow down motion a little bit. I don't, I don't know what else you have, but like, um, it, it's not it's not shining from the blood and guts here. Like you see people's heads exploding, limbs falling off, uh, and then you know you see. Well, I don't know what the bigger robots are. He's fighting. Um, Later, yeah, I don't later. know what they were called either, but yeah. they were pretty menacing. Yeah, the and then at the end it ends with you know, um, dead or alive, you're coming with me with the old or with the actual actor um, scanned in for this for this role from the old movie, the original movie. So, um, yeah. this is fantastic. Yeah, I was watching the trailer right now. I would just hope. I think the thing that a lot of people forget is in RoboCop before they go back and rewatch it, because they always remember like, you know, him blowing the dude's crotch off, right? All the blood yeah. and guts and everything. But I, I always forget that the kind of like the subversive humor that they put in the movie, mm-hmm. right? When they kind of like cut away to like TV screens and like commercials and stuff like that. So I hope they put that in this game for sure. Yeah, and and I always love the the there's a line in there uh, halfway. He's like, oh, he he didn't hesitate. That's just a small minor glitch and you're like mm-hmm. uh it's gonna be one of those games where you're you're <laughs> learning to fend for yourself so um robocop terminator um aliens all these franchises from the 80s getting getting games so um live it live it up all right well that's it for the episode this week mike uh we uh, have recorded two we did our throw love and thunder we've done this it is time to go you just got back from a trip let's let's go enjoy our lives outside of the podcast mm-hmm. so where can people find you they can find me at Mike Royer Design on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, and you can read my web comics at pickledcomics.com. Chris, if people want to catch up with you, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, Valdan, V-A-L-D-A-N, or Instagram, Valdan87. If people know about the show, uh, all the stuff we do every week, get ready for our San Diego Comic-Con coverage episode because it's going to be so huge. Everybody's back this year. Where can they get ready to, to listen to that at? Oh, all you got to do is visit SuperheroSlate.com. That is the headquarters. That is the Atlantis. That is the Wakanda for Superhero Slate. SuperheroSlate.com. That's where we live, a long way of saying it. Uh, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Spotify, wherever else you love to listen to fine podcasts like ourselves. Uh, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram, and you can get merch at SuperheroSlate.com slash store. We love hearing from you. Please reach out and let us know what you think about some of this awesome like concept art that we have in our show notes here. You know, What are you thinking of Ironheart? What are you thinking of this kind of visual design for the next Black Panther movie? Let us know. And we love our super fans so if you want to be a super fan of this show right here all you got to do is share the show with a friend share the show with a buddy we'll be here every week folks this week twice go listen to our love and thunder review that's right and we will catch you guys next week bye thanks for listening and don't forget to subscribe